0: Hello all, Chris Hayden here, pastor of Kindred UMC and one of the co-hosts of the Kindred Kindred Spirits Enneagram podcast, to which you are now listening. This week we have uh, Sydney Bennett, who is an utter delight. I'm sure you will agree once you listen. And uh, as always, like, share, subscribe, that stuff helps us out. If you are interested in being a guest on this podcast, or if you're curious about any of the other things we do at Kindred UMC please feel free to email kendridumc at gmail.com. And we will be happy to answer and get back to you. So with no further ado, away we go. Hello, Sid. Sydney. Sidney. I
1: call her Sid. Sid. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I
0: don't know which one I like. We'll see which one I settle well, into. Well, you
1: called Josh Joshua last week. Joshua. So...
0: Yeah, but that's fun to see say. See what
1: rolls off the tongue better.
2: Joshua. And you can call me B if you want. I know you drive for that in the kitchen. So. I do. I like B. We,
0: I call people B all the time, Yeah, we though. call Brandon B. I call anyone, even if their name doesn't begin with B. I'm just like, what up, B? Yeah. yeah. Like, to me, it stands for Boo, I guess. I don't know. You just call cool.
1: me
2: Courtney. <laughs> you don't have any fun nicknames for me. You're not special enough to get a nickname, Well, no,
0: not Courtney. in front of you. Oh. What?
2: Oh. Oh. <laughs>
0: no, I, I, well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, uh, I don't af, often give nicknames.
2: Yeah, well, don't. that is just short for my last name because my last name is Bennett. So my mom just calls me B. B. And then that's
0: weird because is her last name Ed Bennett?
2: Yes, she did change her last
0: name. That, that seems weird.
2: Yeah, so is my <laughs> brothers and my father's, and she also calls them B as well. But oh. we always know well, this is
0: just ineffective
2: with <laughs> with the nuance of who she's speaking to. Mm-hmm.
1: I still need to meet your
2: mom. Oh, you would
1: that's love. It's like uh, my mom. there's a Rick
0: and Morty character who uses the word squanch all the time and it's there's just no definition for the word <laughs> and so he's just oh squanch man i've been squanching all squanch like it's like it, perfect, just, it just means whatever it means you know right yeah and, and then i kinda have kinda a like friend
2: bee. i have a friend group in tampa where there's two sydney's and so then they adopted the b but then somebody put like a b like the bug emoji next to it so now my nickname is b e e
0: ah b mhm very cute.
2: Thanks. I think so. And, and you just also like, have
0: big round glasses. That I do. I kind of like, that. Those are like. When I think BIs. of you, I think
2: of yellow and sunshine. I mean, yellow is my favorite color. And
0: you are blonde. Yeah.
2: And I am blonde.
0: And it's working.
1: It. Oh, thanks. Know? Yeah. Wow.
0: The whole thing. <laughs> um, welcome. Glad to have you.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. Yes, I met Sydney at the salon, and we instantly became best good friends from uh, day besties. one. Of... Do
0: you get along with a lot of? It feels like we hit it off pretty quick too.
2: I get along with a lot of people. I just don't think a lot of people get along with me.
0: Oh, say more.
2: <laughs> say <Same> more? <laughs> I don't know. I've been described as abrasive. I've been described really? as yeah, I've been described as too much, which I can understand the oh, too much part.
0: We can get into too much. That is Courtney. Too much is a
1: big thing for me. Yeah, too. Courtney will
0: slap the the smile right of off the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like...
1: What the too much did you <laughs> Yeah, I got described as too much a lot, and I still do. That's okay.
2: I would rather be too much than not enough. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, um, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. I saw it on a TikTok. I don't I,
1: don't
2: see I saw it on a TikTok. <laughs> I don't see
1: a, I don't see or think of abrasive or too much when I think about you at all. Wow, I thank know you. I've only
0: really interacted with you in very minimal ways, uh, but also I'm very good at that. I'm very good at like
2: interacting with people in very little ways.
0: Yeah, and and (laughs) knowing a lot about them pretty quickly, like or at least uh, at least how they are like Mm -hmm. in a social context. Uh, And I, I would have a very difficult time imagining you as abrasive.
2: Yeah, I would. I don't know.
1: I mean, sense of humor. Maybe. Oh but yeah, I also have a, a very dry, dry sense, sense of, humor.
2: of humor. I'm also extremely British, so like, there's not really much to go off of there. You're British. I am. I'm first generation American. Whoa! I know. Fun fact. Um,
0: can you? What? Uh, what kind of British accent do you naturally come by?
2: Um, ratchet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you? Would? Would no, you? No.
2: Nope. No. Oh, okay. Right.
0: Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Absolutely Maybe not.
0: sometime in the middle of the podcast you can surprise me with some. <laughs> Let's see how many Jack
1: and it, it, it we would, have. It
0: would delight me.
1: I'm sure I
0: enjoy accents. I just like accents in general.
2: You would like my brother. He can do any accent ever, like, right off the top of his head. So. Yeah.
0: I have a good ear for it, but I, I I can't. I'm not the best at imitating.
2: Me either. It's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fun to just try sometimes. Yeah. It's fun to just, like, take a swing at it.
2: I want to hear your ratchet English voice
0: now. Well, so, I, but. I don't. I don't know what. I mean. Makes that was pretty ratchet. close. I'm
2: not gonna lie. What, but,
0: what, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever seen the show Misfits?
2: No, but I've seen Skins. I think that's what it's okay, called. Okay, I don't know Skins. that one. I don't know uh, Misfits.
1: I've never heard of it. Me either. There, there's
0: a character on this show that I really like named Rudy.
1: Sounds he, about right. We're yeah. from Bristol. Rudy. Sounds
0: about right. And uh, and it's a very raunchy, very mm-hmm. like irreverent uh, show about teenagers. Uh, Who get superpowers and and end up doing nothing with them?
2: Amazing. (laughs) And they're
0: all um, they're all uh, what do they call them? Is it Asbro? What? Oh God, Asbro. They're all like delinquents doing community service, Mm -hmm. and they get superpowers and then they do nothing with them.
2: (laughs) I mean, I feel like they're just not very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Self entitled.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or actualized. (laughs) They're not. They're not self actualized.
2: Yeah, Yeah. there it is. There it it is. is. I mean, they uh, are still teenagers. I mean. Mm-hmm. They're, well,
0: they're like young adults.
2: Oh, well. They're like in their 20s. Okay, well, I wouldn't want superpowers. I don't think
1: I would either.
0: There's there's,
2: uh, there's, there's a, a lot I could appeal. do with superpowers. Well, yeah, oh, but gosh. like, would I want all that on me? I don't know. That's heavy. Well,
0: yeah, but what kind of, like, so um, one character has uh, lactokinesis, which means like he, can, he can control milk with his mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: would like the power to be able to touch my forehead and have coffee appear. Oh, that's
2: amazing! Honestly, what? I think that's the what I want. One... You could have
0: gone with flying. Or like I don't give a shit about that. Or... I think the
2: one thing that I would love to be able to do is to be able to turn into a fly, and like be a fly on the wall for a bunch of different oh. conversations.
0: I would have
1: gone with super hearing. No,
2: that's too much. My
1: usual go-to response is like mind reading. I like to be able to. Oh no, I would hate that. I don't want
2: to know every intimate detail about what's going on behind someone's head. I would
0: just go with super genius, like just like Tony Stark levels of. See, that's exhausting.
1: Yeah. I would love it. Anyway, (laughs) this is an Enneagram podcast, and we're here to talk about the Enneagram. What's that? Well, I don't know. You're Something me. I know very
2: little about. So oh, I'm excited that I'm the guest it. for this. I can't wait to get
1: into it. It's
2: gonna wait, be
0: hold so on. Fun. Wait, I, do, I feel like we're gonna. I feel like anybody listening is gonna be disappointed if I don't try. Sure, to do go ahead and try
2: Yeah, go what, ahead. So
0: what makes it? What what is ratchet? What? We
2: are Bristolian.
0: We, Bristolian.
2: Yes, and we are.
0: So is it like what the, I mean, kind of. Like, you know, like.
2: I like to describe it as. Someone trying to get away from their posh roots while shoving, bruv? yeah, while shoving marbles in their mouth.
0: All right, so, so like
1: that, that sounds Australian to me. no, nah,
0: nah, nah, it's honestly, nah, but if, it's like, it's like, if honestly, uh, pretty close. I kind of sound like, like, like my cousin. I, th- I think, I, I think, I know. I think it's Fink, right? Yeah. I think I know. Uh, um, because uh, I've heard Adele try it a couple of times you know rub and uh am i close
1: yeah pretty close okay
0: all right i'll take it you did it (laughs) i did it
1: you did good job
0: you're not even gonna try Mm,
2: i don't have to try but i would like to not do that if that's an option (laughs) okay so
1: enneagram so you know very little
2: about i know very 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 little
1: do you know your type
2: i am a type two that's why we are friends. We
1: love a good type two energy. <laughs> we love it. Okay, so I am going to say a bunch of things, mm-hmm. listen for things you identify with, balk at, question. What does balk at mean? Like, don't like identify with. Like you
0: completely disagree with it. That's okay. not me at all.
1: Cool. So I guess I should start with what the Enneagram is, um, if you know very I think little about it. that's a
2: good move, so, course.
1: Um, Chris and I have a podcast about this coming out soon, about whether or not the Enneagram is a personality test or motivation test. And the language that we have agreed on is that it's a motivation-first test, meaning that when you take the Enneagram, you want to take it with your core motivations in mind first. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about why you do what you do. What you do is a part of it, but that comes after you figure out why you're doing what you're doing, Okay. which is what the whole point of the Enneagram is. Um, so Enneagram, you have nine numbers. Type two is the helper. Um, so core motivation of a type two is a need to be wanted and loved. The core fear of a type two is a being um, rejected yeah they're terrified sure. of rejection
0: <laughs> yeah uh,
2: for sure we hate rejection in this house <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so it's rejection is uh, not something that type twos enjoy um, typically if you're a type 2 if you don't feel needed you feel rejected mm-hmm. um, so type twos often are the ones to offer help and support um, now a lot of Instagram, Enneagram culture will say...
0: How do you feel about that?
1: Fuck that. (laughs) Will say that if you're a type two, your way of offering help and support might be things like doing the dishes and being the first to clean up after everybody. And while that may be true for some people, that doesn't mean that you're the only type of help and support. So I'm a type (laughs) two. I'm very much not that way at all. Do not fucking ask me to do the dishes. It's not happening. but I am the person that's going to walk around a party and make sure everybody feels welcomed and included and feels like they have a place. I'm very, um, I have a lot of relationship anxiety. So my relationships really matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's friendships or coworkers or romantic relationships, that takes the top priority in my life. And I do constantly question whether or not people are mad at me. And it's something I'm working on. Um, I mean, I, feel See, I like-
0: often don't have to question it.
2: You're just like, no, people are
1: mad at you. I'm pretty
2: sure people are mad at me. You know, live your life, live your truth, feel what you want to feel. But I think that that's why you and I hit it off so quickly at work. It's because we sat down, we realized that we were two people who cared deeply about what other people thought. Yes. And that might not be the most... (laughs)
1: Yeah, so that the, main might not be focus the best of thing. attention for a type two is other people's needs and feelings. Mm-hmm. So twos are very others-minded. I will, and I'm talking about my own experience because I'm also a type two, mm-hmm. I will often think about like Chris and Chris's feelings and Chris's needs before I ever think of my own. And I won't stop to think about my own needs and feelings until I'm directly asked, hey, Courtney, what do you need right now?
2: And then it's like an overflow of, um... That's a, such a good question. Yeah, I have
1: absolutely no idea. I have no idea, but thank you, know, you so much You know, I can tell you asking.
2: what every single person in this room needs, but, like, me, let's just, like,
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, thanks.
0: That's such a good question. <laughs> I, I love that. That is
1: literally exactly how I would process that moment. Um, driving belief of self a self-aware type 2 is you are good or okay if you are loved by others and are close to them
2: see that just sounds so nice and cozy to me like I love it when people love me
1: it's amazing <laughs> yeah it's it's it all <laughs> that sounds selfish I'm not no, trying to no, sound so selfish here's,
0: here's the thing though because this is where it can get confusing um that sounds nice to everybody there's something different about the way that uh, assuming we have the typing right here which it sounds like you do <laughs> Uh, We do. (laughs) uh, There's something
1: different. But there's
0: something different about the way that you love being loved.
1: Well, and that's Mm -hmm. what I was just about to get into. It's like...
0: Because I love being loved. There's a lot of... But I will never be tempted to sell my soul to be loved.
1: Yeah, you say I do that every day. Yeah. Well, and your version of being (laughs) loved is you being allowed to be your fullest self. Right. My version of being loved is I will people please and do whatever I need to do to make sure that I'm loved and supported by other people. Yeah. So if that means I have to bend over backwards and not think about myself at all, I will do that. It's actually way easier for me to talk about your feelings and your needs. Oh, so much than easier. Than it is to acknowledge my own. Because my own, like acknowledging my own, it's a so like the deadly sin of a type two is pride because twos think that they can do it all on like they can just focus on other people and they don't have to think about themselves and they, they can handle all of it. And then at least for me and in my own life, I'll like run on empty until I like shut down. Until and literally then crash. Yeah. And then it's like.
2: <sighs> and like, then it's full blown sobbing in a pile of your tears on the floor. Uh huh. Tears and sweat yep. too. That's mixed in
1: there. <laughs> and it would have been way easier if I had just stopped and asked myself, what is it that I need in this moment?
2: That's why two type twos, we make good friends, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. You cover me and I'll cover you.
2: Yeah, we look out for each other here. Yeah. I think it's
1: I think that's definitely, definitely part the, well, I so, think
2: the most type two thing that has happened to me recently, actually, is I was on the phone with my mom and I was explaining to her something that had happened, and she was like, Okay, how do you feel about that? And I was like, literally walking downtown to go get my coffee. I was like, ah. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. I literally was like that is such a good question mom because I have not we taken here, a second. We have a feeling wheel. <laughs> I have not taken a single board. second.
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: To think about that. You I go. was yeah. Try like to look
0: at all of uh, all of the possible feelings. Oh,
2: good gracious. And
1: it's funny because choose are heart centers so they feel first before they like think. Oh, a lot of or the work do. we
0: do in this room is centered around can you name the feeling?
1: Oh,
2: God, I'm too dyslexic to read all these words so quickly. <laughs> you,
0: you don't have to. It's...
1: The boundaries, the like blind spots for type two is re- like, and something I talk about with Chris a lot. So, we were just having this conversation, like, something I really admire about Chris. And one of the reasons I think we got along so well is because Chris has a unique and innate ability to set boundaries very well and protect his energy very well. I have a very, very, very hard time setting doing boundaries. That. And I, I even, this
0: was a very, very tiny example, but when you were on vacation, I sent on like a group email. Oh, yeah. To, to staff about, like, hey, we have to sign our our annual employee conduct or mm-hmm. whatever. And she emailed me back, and because I forgot to attach it. And she was like, hey, no attachment. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why
1: are you emailing me? You're on this, vacation.
0: <laughs> like, you should not be checking these emails. You should not be. This doing was this. not for you, yeah. Courtney. Yeah. yeah, be on vacation. <laughs> yeah, but, like,. You know?
1: be on vacation (laughs) what do you mean be on vacation i'm sorry you want me to focus
2: on myself while i'm not in the same city that's weird i literally
1: was having anxiety if something catches
0: fire i'll text you
2: (laughs) i I I hate that so much (laughs) i want to be in the loop constantly (laughs) like if i don't know what's going on i think something bad is happening i literally
1: said that to him when he said oh catch it if something catches on fire i'll text you and i was like Okay, but if anything happens, still let me know. Like, okay, but like if anything other than a fire <coughs> happens, also let me know because.
2: So
0: well, here's, <gasps> this is a actually a really important question. Uh, detaching yourself from what you prefer, and and really trying to be honest about what is what you think is actually good for you, you know, mm-hmm. like like uh, you know. I would love to eat ice cream for dinner every night, but sure. let's face it. Hey, I need, you know, I sometimes some... you just
2: have to have a whole pint for yourself. Hey,
0: sometimes. <laughs> but uh, most nights, you should probably have a green vegetable <laughs> as a part of dinner, you know.
2: I mean,
0: yeah, um, sure. Uh, so like, in that vein, uh, what would be most helpful? Actually, like, including you in no. stuff while you're on vacation? No, Or really, no. truly encouraging you to be on vacation?
1: That. But here's my thing. My thing is because I'm a psychopath.
2: Okay, same. Again, why we're I'm such a,
1: good friends. Because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> if you're not texting me because I have such bad relationship anxiety, oh, I'm doing oh. laps and going, is Chris mad at me? Chris hasn't texted oh me God, anything he at me. all this whole week. Oh, He's my God. He's kicking Chris me out me. of the club. Chris is mad at me. I'm going to come back and there's going to be an explosion and I wasn't there to deal with it and, and now I'm in trouble.
0: Which is, mm-hmm. okay, so this is it's another so irony. It's so
1: outrageous. Uh,
0: when you were gone, I mean, nothing, nothing to report, you know, like, <laughs> you know, When I was gone, uh-huh. I came back to a little bit of a uh-huh. shit show, a little bit of some and stuff And let me that guess, happened. you didn't
1: tell him. No, no
0: and, and that was correct. Like it was not it was not urgent. I, I dealt with not, it, I handled yeah, it, she it was got fine. It, it was fine, and then when I got back, she updated me and then we addri- and we created a strategy and addressed it. You know? Yeah. Like, you uh, see, I would
2: love for that uh, to be able to work for me, but
0: I get I was peaceful on vacation, Mm-mm. knowing that if anything happened. I wouldn't have to deal with it until I got back. Like, un- unless, you know, something like, unless something was burning I like to at
1: least it. know. Oh, like, no. No, no, no. I want to be in the loop. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with
2: it. Like, just but shoot I me be a, in the loop. M- like, end of the day, kind of like, hey, everything was fine today. Have a good time. Like, that's fine. Yeah, that's that all actually I need. is the
1: ideal situation. That is the
2: ideal yeah, but situation. Here's the, here's
0: the other side of that. What if it's not?
2: Okay, just be like, so hey. So you want
0: a text that says, like, uh, so-and-so was being very
2: no, difficult today and we're going to do this. I don't need specifics. Just be like, hey, something went down. I think we need to talk about it when you're done. But don't worry. No, it's nothing too. No, that would not affect. work for me. Really? Right, that would, would not of. work for yeah, me. Yeah,
1: right. That would okay. not work for me at all.
2: As long as it's not like some cryptic message that's like something happened. Talk to you later. If well, it's that's just, another like, thing
0: we've been through.
1: We've done that. We've done that and it did not go well. Yeah. Like, for yeah. I yeah. had a panic <laughs> <I could laughs> attack this. I, I, called, I was like, what are you? What? <laughs> like I was saying to be like,
0: let's just we'll do we'll talk about it when we get in person. I just don't wanna catch you off guard. And but instead the way it came off was like what you just said like yeah. something's wrong.
2: Something's wrong. We'll talk
0: about it. We'll talk later. later. You know? It's <laughs> and I'm your really like, no, No fault, no, be at the salon <laughs> Be, be at work. Like I just don't want to. I I I don't want you to have other plans and not be available. So That's yeah, not we what should happened. talk. And like that is not. I had a hap- full on panic right.
1: attack. and yeah, I was involved. like, I don't.
0: Uh, 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 and when part of the conversation also like was very helpful to me. And they're like, oh, because I was always kind of trying to, I, and I've been taught to do this, like to try and like soften
2: soft the, the blow, blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah that kind you of see thing. that makes it worse
0: well and I'm, <laughs> I'm that way too i'm like
2: just give it to me either straight. either
0: don't tell me at all or when you're gonna tell me tell me and some of that's because I, w- I was a chaplain at a hospital and like i like of and the, i came across that with doctors all the time where the doctors would go in and they were just so scared to get bad news right and they would be like well he passed and they'd be like great because passing is a good thing like he passed like, like when you pass a class, that's great. When you pass, like, yeah. oh, fantastic. And he's like, oh, no, no. I mean, he passed. <laughs> it's like,
2: dude. The deepening like, of the You're voice. a
0: doctor. You have to use the word death or yeah. died. Yeah. Like, you ha- you're going to have to find a way to do that. See, dude. like,
2: for example, if something happened, I mean, not that at the salon I have, like, huge ties to whatever is going on there. Like, nothing's really going to affect me. But if Courtney say Courtney got hurt at work or something. I would like to know. Yeah. You know? And so if I was on vacation, whatever, and somebody was like, hey, just wanted to give you a heads up. Like, Courtney hurt herself. She's okay. She doesn't really want to talk to anybody about it, but I know that you would want to know. Like, for me, that's fine.
1: Honestly, really, really, really thinking about it, I don't even know that I need to know that much. Yeah. What I think I need, like, removing myself from the situation, removing my preference.
0: Can I take a guess before you say it?
1: Yes. I think you know <laughs> what I'm going to say.
0: Well, I, I don't. I, I think this is a genuine guess. Or just
1: lie to me and tell me everything's fine. That's so, well, also so, Something
0: that says, hey, you're still part of the team. Something that communicates that.
1: Something like that. Or something like, like, I feel like as a type two and just as a, like, my natural instinct is to, like. When people post things on Instagram to like react to it or like mm-hmm. to check in with people constantly, I don't even need like a work related check in, but just like a in the middle of the week, hey, this picture looks awesome. Hope you're having fun. Yeah, hope like, yeah. Doing great. So yeah. that but I'm not P.S. I didn't forget about you. <laughs> yes. well, yeah. So that's the,
0: yes. yeah. It's the hey, F.Y.I. You're still part of the team. Yeah, like you're still in on the end. You're not. You're not being excluded. Okay, or, or note to self:
2: when Courtney goes on vacation, eventually, make sure to tell her that she still matters.
1: Yes, that's, like, that's exactly. What, and maybe, it's not even that. Maybe like,
0: when you go next time, I'll just find some random. Maybe I'll maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll partner up with you,
1: Sydney.
0: <laughs> I'll just like. Take, like just like dude you have to come over to the house and do a bunch of food and i'll just we'll just take some pictures of you <laughs> hanging out with me and my francisco God. with other people be like,
2: hey we're having fun without you <laughs> honestly that, i don't think want? that that would make courtney that mad because courtney also wants me to be included in everything that's fair courtney loves it when i'm included
1: that's like a big thing for me i want everyone to be included i want everyone to be matt my husband just like, always
0: just like a, a picture with a cabbage and says can you believe it we accidentally called her courtney <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, same, same. My husband always, like, talks about how much he hates merging friends and how, like, that gives him anxiety. I I love love it. it. I love it. I thrive off of it. When my friends become uh, friends with each other, it's life-giving. It's an
2: energy where, like, I can sit back like a proud mom and just, like... Yes!
1: I'm, like... Like, uh, I did this. All I want in life is for my friends you, to become friends with each okay. other. You're <laughs> I mean, so bit of that. welcome. A little bit of that in
2: my like unhealthy places. Okay, as. but like you owe me in the fact where I must be invited to everything that you guys do. Because <laughs> if you hang out without me, now I'm going to be offended. So, made of
0: honor, right? Made of honor? Made of honor, right? Made Actually,
1: honor? that's like <laughs> low-key a little bit of...
0: That's low-key a little <laughs> bit of a thing
1: for me. Like, I've been a bride. Low-key? Fuck off. Fuck off.
0: What are you talking about? I've been
1: a bridesmaid in so many weddings. So Everyone, many weddings. You
0: you uh are constantly trying to matchmake.
1: Okay, that's not what I was actually getting at. But... But I do do that. You're right. She does do that.
0: You think they're not related?
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: probably. <laughs> I don't think what she's getting at is related I've to I've been that. a bridesmaid
1: in so many... Of
0: course, because many- you're a two and you're like... I understand exactly what she's saying.
2: No, the point that I was making was, I've been... (laughs) Also because I love Courtney and
1: I want her to feel right all the time. Wow, I love you so much. I've been a bridesmaid in a lot of weddings, but I've never been a maid of honor. And it's like a little bit, it's a little (laughs) bit of like a...
0: That's surprising.
1: I know. I'm surprised by you too. I mean, technically you would be a matron of honor now because you're married. I mean, yes. But like...
0: god God, what a terrible
2: time i know right (laughs) want to know what else sucks when you're 30 and pregnant it is considered a geriatric pregnancy
1: (laughs) what yeah
2: (laughs) because you're old (laughs) ew it's like once you hit 30 30, it's geriatric my wife
0: is 31. well she's gonna have a geriatric pregnancy if she gets mm -hmm.
2: pregnant
1: (laughs) hate to break it to you dear yeah.
0: Ah, that, I, I've that, been a bridesmaid. That's almost enough to talk me out of the whole idea.
1: Right? I've been a <laughs> but I've never been a maid of honor. And, like, for me, that's a little bit of a, oh, be the best friend. Oh. But then people are I,
0: like. I, I, I want to ask you, <clears throat> but it would be too name-namey. I want to ask you, like, well, who, who who would be the best friend that would do that? Like, who? Like,
1: oh, Grace. But Grace isn't even dating anyone. Like, <laughs> oh, I know Grace, eventually yeah, yeah. I will be a maid of honor. Your sister was your maid of honor, right? I've never no. been a best man. I had a my my maid of honor was my bet. You would fucking love Grace Chada. She's the best. But she was my maid of honor. Um, we've been best friends since like middle school. Mm-hmm. And she's a stand-up comedian in the Orlando area. Like Love her already. When we
0: were getting to know her before the world shut down.
1: Yeah. She's also (laughs) very, very COVID conscious, but she's very cool. And then my matron of honor is my friend Alyssa, who's also great. And I love her, too. Um,
0: Yeah, I've never been. All of my, I went, like, so I had, like, good friends in high school, college, and then kind of, like, lost touch. And yeah. then now all of my adult best friends are all they were all married before I was like good good friends with them.
2: That makes sense. I had like So now two, I'll never be a best man. I have two main best friends and one of them I know <laughs> is going to be my maid of honor cuz I've known her since I was like a year old and she's literally 2 weeks older than me. So Yeah. Aww. Like she's doing she's who I'm going to go see for our mm, birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my other best friend I Met her in high school, and we've stayed in touch. And she lives awesome. in Georgia, and like I go up to see her, and she comes down. She's the one coming in this weekend. Fun. So, yeah,
1: those the are my two. The best I can hope
0: for these days is maybe I'll be, I'll marry some people. That's I'm, cool. I'm a pastor, and I'm that's to marry
1: an on, like that's an honor. like that's such an honor, though. I keep low key, kind of hoping that one day my youth <laughs> students will ask me to officiate their weddings, and that okay, would just cute. make me so
2: happy.
0: It's fun when it Courtney, happens.
2: Courtney, you can officiate my
1: wedding. Wow, I would be honored. How do
2: you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's if I have
0: to. She's not even qualified.
2: If I uh, there's websites for I, that.
0: <laughs> I actually know how to do it.
2: I'm sure Courtney can figure it uh, out. So
0: we Chris were, is
1: literally <clears throat> about to fight with me for <clears throat> this honor. He's Courtney, we, we
0: were just gonna. at a wedding. I got you. And uh, with some very good friends of ours, and they they had like a friend who was officiating, and uh, and then at the last minute, their friend's mom got sick and and she was like she was supposed to be much more involved in the week leading mm-hmm. up to it. She was still able to officiate. But we didn't know that on Tuesday and I was like, dude, tap me in. I can totally do this. Your it's dog
2: like, got very excited. He sat up like that.
0: Oh yeah, he thinks he's getting steak. He's been smelling steak all, all night.
2: Sorry to um, distract him <clears> the story.
0: No, that's okay. But uh, it's like now that I'm officially an elder like, it was like...
1: I'm in! Ta- put me ta- in, coach! Me in. Like,
2: put
0: I me in, in, coach! Give me the script! I can do it!
1: <laughs> I'm sure you'll officiate Preston's <clears throat> wedding one day.
0: I God, I hope so. That poor boy. I hope he finds love.
1: <gasps> he found love! <laughs> Thanks to me, actually. Corny... See, See what I mean? Corny... Ah, <laughs> no, I didn't... fuck right off! I did matchmake that one.
0: I know! That's my point!
2: <laughs> okay but like that is the ideal situation when you have this guy that you love like a brother and this girl that you're in love with as a sister and then they become it's the best it's the <laughs> best Amazing. feeling until they fight and then it's awkward
1: yeah
0: and then who do they go to
1: probably me. still you both? yeah probably both me.
0: and
2: then you can fix it nah, that's my in. favorite part
1: yeah that's
2: yeah. my favorite part is being able to get both sides
1: fun it's like a it's like a thin line that i walk because there's part of me that always wants the tea and then there's part of me that knows how bad that is for me i don't need all the tea from everyone
2: it's It's okay you got my tea you're away from the situation from mine so you got all my tea oh
1: god Well, okay so
2: where (laughs) do you love it don't even oh god me Uh, you i I do love it it.
1: i do love it for you but it's also (laughs) like you're like her dealer I mean, yeah. She's like I am. I'm a her drama dealer. You know. I'm telling you, we literally met on the first day of training at Theory, and I was like, "This bitch is me reincarnated." <laughs> <laughs> Courtney literally was like,
2: "Okay, this is gonna sound like I'm in elementary school, but can we be friends?"
0: <laughs> Dude, whatever happened to that? I really, I like, I really resent the fact that adults aren't allowed to just do that. Well, we did it. Yeah, yeah, we
1: did it. We hang yeah. out
2: all the time. Here we agree. are friends. I am into it. I'd say we're friends. Oh, for sure. Good.
0: For and sure. Said, well, and especially with guys, I think. We have to do this awkward little ritual. <laughs> <with> like,
1: <laughs> well, men no, are weird.
0: I don't really care about you that much, but, um, I don't know. We should, God, hang, out. We should hang out We hang out God, that describes so many different scenarios. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Men are so strange.
2: That describes so many different scenarios. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I don't really care about you that much, but like, if you left me, I'd die. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah.
0: if I if I said I cared, then you would have power over me.
2: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. which
1: motivation does that pull from?
2: Male.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, no, I kind of agree with her.
1: We're in the middle of a process of what t- Enneagram type. She thinks Chris I'm a Type Eight. I'm not. I don't think you are. You don't. I. Okay, great. She is adamant
2: on the fact that you're a part eight, or
1: I, type eight, sorry. I have simply suggested- She does think I am. Typing is a, I'm not going to explicitly say what type I think you are or what type I think you are not because typing other people is a cardinal sin and I refuse to be a part of that.
0: You've done it many times.
1: <laughs> you did it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: You've done it many times.
1: I, okay, uh, I in all honesty, I do think Chris is an eight and not. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm open to the idea. I'm trying it on.
2: You I, see, I don't know what that means, so.
0: So a type eight is called the challenger. Oh. We actually just recorded a podcast about this that released... Today? Literally today, as we're like, <laughs> yeah. um, And uh, so I identify with a lot about the personality stuff of the four, or at least the counter type of the four. Something um, I
1: forgot to say, too, is that a sexual eight mistypes as a four.
0: Well, maybe I'm a sexual eight. Well, sexual I'm
1: very design. uncomfortable now.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: well, I've always had this problem. I'm
2: very Oh, God. Oh God. God, your dog's so cute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at it over uh, there, just yeah. like with its bandana on.
0: Um. It's
2: a red bandana no, for anybody uh, curious.
0: Uh, it. it uh, a, a better way is probably like... Um, Intimate. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, one-on-one. One-on-one
1: relationship. That, that's the best way
0: to describe it. Because it's not even necessarily intimate like with my wife it's more like yes i have an intimate relationship with my wife and then in a social setting i would
1: you gravitate i'll hunker
0: down on one person and be like tell me everything about you
1: i
2: could see that
0: and i mean you you did that for me
2: when we first met at the monday thing yeah which like wasn't supposed to be like you you cornered me (laughs) but
1: whereas i'm a social subtype so i'm very much like i care about my social network i know how to work a room Mm -hmm. very well So everybody has subtypes. So you have um, yourself and your relationship with your health, you have your tribe, so social network people Mm -hmm. around you, or your partner, so those Mm one-to-one relationships. And based on those things, determines kind of like personality. So of those three relationships, which one would you say you prioritize the most? Me? Your relationship with yourself? No.
0: (laughs) Are you asking or are you saying? I can't tell.
1: I'm confused.
0: Are no. you do you, it is I don't not think myself. you're self-pres. Like that doesn't seem I would
1: guess I would guess intimate or social.
2: Mm, I don't really know. I would I mean between Do you the identify two of them. with
0: the like um, hunkering down on one-on-one?
2: Uh not really. I think I don't know. It's tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's a tough question.
1: So it's your day off. You have the idea... You have the. You have three choices available to you. You can either, like, take a mental health day and, like, be in touch with yourself, do your own thing. You can do a big thing with a bunch of friends, or you can ask one friend to get coffee. Honestly, probably one friend. Okay, so then probably the intimate... I think I'm one-on-one. One-to-one connection.
2: Because, like, I love going out with, like, big groups of people, but sometimes it gets overwhelming.
1: Yeah, so you have maybe, like... A couple of really close friends that you really prioritize those relationships with. Okay. So, um. I'd say
2: that's more me than anything. Yeah.
1: So, an intimate four actually often missed, or an intimate two, sorry, actually often mistypes as a type four. Um, So, I'll read this. Tell me if you identify, balk at, et cetera. Intimate twos want to win the affection of others. They are looking for emotional intimacy and they will specifically attempt to win the favor of those who first dismiss them. They find someone to be their best friend and they lose themselves in that relationship. I
0: believe they call that negging.
1: They begin to take the tastes and hobbies of their significant other or BFF and can talk about that relationship at length. They are more expressive of their needs than other twos and they are passionate and devoted in their trusted relationships. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, that's me. That's Sydney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I saw you really nodding <coughs> your head at the part about, um like, looking for emotional intimacy and mm-hmm. winning favor of those who first dismiss them. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, the first dismiss thing. Uh, I think the, that, that, that was f- the, where the negging comment came that from.
1: That
2: comes like. from sports, too. Like, if you have a coach who just, like, really doesn't, I played volleyball forever.
1: And then you coached volleyball. and then I coached
2: volleyball and I also watched my brother growing up playing sports and my dad was also a coach and a ref while I was growing up too. So I was in a very sports centered household and like when you have a coach who doesn't think that you can do something. There is like nothing that's going to stop you from doing that thing better mm-hmm. than anybody else. I
0: would say when you have a coach.
2: Sure. That's, when I have a coach that didn't believe in me at all, I wanted to prove them, prove to them that I could do it no matter what. And that necessarily wasn't necessarily to like get their praise or whatever, but like that would have been nice. But yeah. I think that was more like a me thing. Like I needed to prove them wrong. And I think a lot of the times, especially when I know that somebody doesn't feel very fondly about me, like for example, someone at work, Courtney is super super close with and I just did not get the good vibes from this person. They did not get the good vibes from me. And ever since I found out that Courtney was friends with them, I wanted to be their friends so bad. <laughs> and I wanted them to like me so bad. And I even, when I walked in here today, I was like, hey, me and this person, I made them laugh today <laughs> so like yeah i really do quick
0: update on projects <laughs> so and so
2: oh, <laughs> on project already.
1: x i'm gonna grab another seltzer does anyone want anything
0: yeah let's pause i'm i'm low
1: okay cool pause we're back we did it
0: we have pee so, yeah. and refreshed a beverage
1: we were talking about subtypes
0: although not sydney because she's responsible
1: i am and has to drive yeah driving I'm just going to hang out here until I'm sober enough to drive. And then right, man.
0: Gets room. I mean, I love you. You're, live you're literally now. on your second.
1: Self seltzer. Yeah. seltzer.
0: So you know, I think you'll be all right. Fine.
1: Honestly, when I did, I'm pretty sure
0: you're well under the limit.
1: <laughs> when I did weight watchers, second
0: seltzer in as many hours. I of used the, to
1: be such a like heavy drinker. Like I used to drink a lot, and I was a heavy weight, and I also weighed forty five pounds more, so I could handle alcohol way mm-hmm. better. And now that I like don't drink as much, now i you're have a skinny
2: legend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a skinny legend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're I a sexy baby. <laughs>
2: weirder every time you say
0: it it's weird
2: it doesn't it's, get less weird the more you uh, say it and i need it's, you it's to weird, hear that come out of weird my mouth
0: on purpose you know it's, i think we should draw attention to the phenomena that, time
1: eight want to be free to be yourself
0: well it's not just it's like uh I, no i agree with you that it's fucking weird like uh you know how old britney spears was when she was like when she first came out it's like she was like
2: six, yeah, 15, 16 years old. There's a whole documentary on that now, but And her Yeah. You're late to the game.
0: But she's just one in a long line of just like. Yeah, because selling old creepy pot- white
2: guys like it when women look like they're twelve.
0: I don't think it's old creepy white guys.
2: I think a majority of it is old creepy white. Well I white think
0: there's guys. a plenty. <laughs> but but it's also like, yeah, but there's plenty of women who are like that sexy and yeah. there's and there's like it's and it's definitely not just white either like there's, <laughs> like, there's plenty of, i
2: know but when you plenty imagine
0: of, uh, plenty of american when you Western imagine
2: society. like a creeper for me it's just always that old white guy i mean yeah you know like yeah. the stereotypical creepers i was like,
1: in public st- i think it's also different as a woman yeah because you're I would taught agree. to constantly be on the lookout for that kind of shit um, what
0: creepy old men
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, just
2: creepers in general.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I was in Publix today, and I was literally like profiling dudes as I'm like walking around. I mean,
2: that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day because I have stories. Like uh, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I would encourage uh. I would encourage you to to uh, lean less towards. The racial aspect of it, because there's
2: I know it's just... there's
0: lots of predators out there. Period.
2: And honestly, the craziest story and that it, I have wasn't dangerous. even a white guy. Yeah, he, I don't I don't know what race he was, but like it doesn't really matter. He jumped in the bed of my pickup truck when I was 16 years old.
1: What? Oh God.
0: Jeez, that's like actual like physical, jumped in like... the
2: bed of my pickup truck when me and my friends actually correction I was. Almost 18, but regardless, still yeah. creepy. And it was, I went to a Catholic school, so we were all in our mass uniforms, which were like tight blouses, short pleated skirts. Another,
1: thi- so
0: another thing Another that thing that the that's Catholic
1: Church is so strict, but then they put girls in tight pleated skirts. and
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we also rolled them up an absurd amount so that we didn't look yeah, like nuns. Like tried
0: it trying to feel sexy. yeah I like mean, trying yeah. to
2: feel like an 18 year old girl not a seven year old yeah, yeah. but yeah I had someone because it,
0: it's not the Catholic Church it's the fetishization of the virgin. Yeah. yeah Of the pure prestige like that's what it is we
2: were sitting at a Dunkin Donuts and I went to a high school in pretty much the boondocks which is why I love that whole like middle of nowhere kind of vibe I love that but we were at a Dunkin Donuts that was also a gas station so like the mm-hmm. chair that we were in, the, or we were the table that we were at, was the middle. I've been,
0: I've been to many of these yeah. many times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the chairs that were the table that we were sitting at was between the like gas station store and the inside of the Dunkin' we Donuts. They also both
1: grew up, in Tampa, so that makes sense. Oh. Ah. Yeah.
2: I went to school in Newport Port
0: Dude, Seminole High School. Really? Yeah. Go Warhawks.
1: Bishop McLaughlin.
2: So it was.
0: I don't know what Very
2: new. It's by Five A. <laughs> If you know where
0: 5A is. No, I don't remember. I recently had an embarrassing interaction where I, because I grew up in that area and we're going to a wedding over there and I was like, I know where this is, that is. And it was Pinellas Park and like we looked and showed me, I was like, oh, fuck, I was completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I I I mean, I did the same
2: thing and I moved away like a year and a half ago. So I totally get that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we were sitting at this Dunkin' Donuts gas station combo. And it was me and my three girlfriends and our one guy friend was with us. And he was the one who actually saw this guy looking out the window because all of our backs were, like, to the window. And this guy was just staring at the window, like, at us. And we, he was like, all right, I have to go and I don't feel comfortable with you guys staying here by yourselves. So he's like, you guys can go meet up somewhere else. But he's like, I would just advise you guys to, like leave and we turned around and as soon as we saw him we're like hell yeah we're gonna leave what do you mean <laughs> like all right big tough high school boy we're gonna get in our cars and get the fuck out of here <laughs> and so we go and my car was the biggest and the closest to the exit and I let my friends go first I don't really know why just because like I guess they got to their cars because <sighs> I'm a two <laughs> and I turned my head to make sure nobody was coming this way, that I wouldn't hit anybody, and he was at my window. Like, face to my face at my window. And I was like,
0: fuck, 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 Did he try to open the door?
2: I don't know. I kind of blacked out.
0: Because that's, like, I ha- m- my friends from high school have stories, like multiple female friends from high school, Yeah. have stories about some asshole trying to open their door.
2: I kind of blacked out. And so like I turned yeah. my head to make sure I wasn't going to hit anybody again. And when I turned back at like the window that he was at, he was at my driver's side window, he was just gone. And like, I even, God. I drove around the parking lot to like see where he was. And I was picking up my friend, cause it was during exams. Jesus I was picking Christ, up my friend City, from- this is
0: making me want to shit my pants right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: it gets so much worse. And so I was picking up my friend from second exam. So I had time to kill and I was like, okay, like he probably just got into his car. Like it's fine, I'm fine. And- I drove around the parking lot just to, like, make sure that he wasn't, like, waiting somewhere or something like also, that. Also, this is
0: weirdly, like, excellent storytelling, because you have you you led with him being in the bed. I'm so tense right now. <laughs> like, I'm so, like, full of suspense right now, because I know he's there, but you don't know I he's don't there I don't know he's yet. there.
2: Oh, my God. I am a very good story. This is, like, Alfred Hitchcock
0: levels of, like, fear.
2: Yeah. So, I... I like kind of talk myself down. I'm like, it's fine. Like we're in Newport Richie. It's whatever, people are weird. He's probably on drugs. And then I drive to the Publix, which is like the only other thing. There's a Publix, of beef o and then like two miles down the road is where that, um, that Dunkin' Donuts is. The and I'm driving down the road. I'm like looking behind me, making sure nobody's following me, which I'm sure you've done before. Like yeah. when you see a creepy person, you make sure that nobody's following you. There was no cars nothing on the road behind me and so i get to Publix. i'm like i have to go buy some things i'm gonna go buy something and then i turn around and he's following me up and down the aisles of Publix. and so i'm like i'm literally like i don't know what to do i don't know what to do uh yeah is
0: this a cell phone age
2: yeah i mean i didn't know who i was going to call because i live nine
0: one one i mean it was a weird uh, i I, I I completely understand anybody listening out there (laughs) Fucking feel permission and empowered right now. You call 911, you say, there's some creepy motherfucker who's following me. I also didn't
2: want to wait for, like, (sighs) cops to get there. Because I knew that the closest police station was, like, a good seven-minute drive. So I was like, I don't really want to be, like, in this place by myself. Yeah. And so I remember that. You were in Publix,
0: though. Right? You, like yeah, with other but people? I was
2: a seventeen-year-old girl by myself. Yeah. I didn't really want to like go up and be like, "Hey, well, I there's think something someone's about the, following like me." Like
0: the emotional reality of it. Yeah. Even though you're, you there know, it's are happening. Other people you don't around, want to
2: admit it to other people. But
0: you're, yeah, because you'll mm-hmm. feel crazy and you'll yeah. feel hysterical. Yeah, and, and yeah. you'll feel
2: like somebody's gonna be like, "Oh God, the sixteen-year-old girl's being so like dramatic," and so then I remember mm. that one of my friends her dad just here's, got a job here's a good at my school.
0: for everyone out there and if you ever find yourself in a here's a really good phrase out of an abundance of caution i would really appreciate an escort out like yeah out and of like an abun- now
2: as an adult i would do that for like sure. just
0: acknowledge the like hey this might be overly cautious it's not by the way but in order to like m- negotiate with your own feelings, you know? like to persuade
2: yourself to do it. Yeah,
0: hey, you know what? Out of an abundance of caution, can I just have, like, a couple of beefy dudes escort me out to my car? And, like, the craziest
2: thing is I knew someone who worked there. Like, this guy that used to go to my school, he worked at that Publix. He was working at the time, and, like, he even was there. Like, he saw me. He said, hey, what's up? And, like, kind of saw that I was in a hurry. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just have to go. And so then I remembered that my friend's dad started working at my school recently and so I called her and I was like hey can you have your dad like come meet me in the parking lot like at school because I'm gonna get in my car and I'm gonna drive I'm to scared. school <laughs> I'm terrified yeah, like and I knew I needed to stay by school because I had to dri- drive my friend the other home thing, that man. day
0: trust that trust that yeah terror like trust it
2: yeah it it was crazy it's it's
0: evolutionary and 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 you're right and you were right to be terrified
2: my friend's dad came out of the school with like a baseball bat (laughs) yeah and he like sat me down and was like okay do you want to go to the police and i was like no i didn't look at him hard enough to like know what he looked like that was another scary. and technically
0: as of now there's no crime that's been committed yeah
2: because like I can't there prove that he was the, in the bed of my truck. The
0: imminent reality that yeah. there was about to be a crime committed. Yeah. Given, if there was an opportunity. Yeah. Like. Ugh.
2: It's nuts. And like I think about that now as a almost twenty two year old who has young women in their lives that are this age, and I'm mm-hmm. like, if somebody did that to them, I would lose mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah.
0: It's scary. Mm-hmm. I my my wife uh, had a, a high school friend who was literally like just take like buy a oh, serial killer God. just like taken out of a parking lot and
2: yeah that's crazy and,
0: like serial killer style oh and like it was it like it was like a thing in their whole, and it just can happen
2: yeah that's one of those things that you have to like you have to be honest with yourself like this stuff does happen yeah. and it can happen and to me That's
1: why i don't go anywhere by myself
0: ever yeah yeah. So uh, this is it's it's a joke, and it, but uh, I think it was a very like I think it was a pointed joke. Dave Chappelle talks about um, when he was doing early comedy and getting paid by like drug dealers, and he would get paid in like five thousand dollars cash, and he'd have like five thousand dollars cash on him in a, a New York subway, mm-hmm. and he would be like so incredibly nervous about like being going home late at night in New York with $5,000 cash in his backpack. And then he, the, the, like, he does a better job of like, making the joke of it, but his whole kind of punchline is like, that's, that's what women have all the time. Everyone yeah. knows they've got $5,000 cash in their backpack. Yeah. Because like, there's just this weird thing about the most males and most females
2: yeah. about the power dynamic there it's crazy and that's why that's the thing that i i don't really like to get like super into a lot of different political or social debates ever but i do not like it when guys say that we overreact in certain certain situations like that maybe like, like you're too much yeah exactly like When guys say, oh, he wasn't following you. You were just being dramatic. Or you don't know that he was following you. Or he could have just been looking at something behind you. Like, no, no. (laughs) No, He was absolutely following me. Like, he was 100% following me. And, like, I have so many different stories like that, too. Like, I dropped my friend off at at her house. And the only other person in the car was my boyfriend at the time. But he was sitting in the back seat. And he never got out of the car. He just kind of, like, climbed up. And I had someone follow me to her house, which I thought it was just somebody who lived in her neighborhood. But then as soon as I dropped her off, he like tailgated me, he followed me all around. I drove to the nearest police station cause like that's what you're supposed to do when someone's mm-hmm. following you. And as soon as I pulled in, he sped off in the opposite direction. And like I pulled out again and like went around and he found me again. And so then I had to pull into the same police station and I like called the station number and I was like, yo, someone's following me. Can I just chill here for a little bit? And they're like, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we've just, got guns.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, stay a while. <laughs> come on in. The water's fine.
0: Uh, I think there's a a, um, a profound misinterpret or I don't know misunderstanding. I guess uh, like one in four women have been sexually assaulted by the time they're eighteen. You know, like yeah. that that type of statistic, like the pervasiveness of it. And there's a just like a not one that number is if you Huge. actually let that number in like you'll, sink in. you'll cry for like a week yeah you know like it's just like holy fuck. You and know? like
2: some of those situations are more severe than the others but that doesn't change the severity of that to that person well right? again
0: it's like uh uh violence and control engaged sexuality like th- there's so- any version of that is kind of like it, it can't be anything other than traumatic Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then you you start to think about one and four, and then you start to think about how many women you know, mm-hmm. and and I don't even have. We don't even have like very reliable numbers for men, because
2: mm-hmm. because it's whole... shame.
0: It's shameful, you know. Like and... that's
2: another topic that I can go on and on. So and it's
0: on like <laughs> yeah, it's so I I think that's where um, a lot of the uh, that wasn't that like what they're really doing is. I can't accept a reality where, <laughs> where this, this is a pervasive truth. <laughs> right. Like I don't know how to deal with that feeling, and instead of dealing with that feeling, I'm just gonna uh, convince myself that you're hysterical. Yeah, which is kind of a the. It, let's face it, has been the traditional response <laughs> of society to women who have talked about sexual assault. Well, yeah,
1: it's it's bringing you know courageously bringing your whole self to the conversation. Action number two. why that really matters, like, if that is something that, if that statistic is something that terrifies you, like, let's, like, talk about that and why that. Honestly,
0: own your own feelings. Right. You know? Axiom number, whatever. uh, I think it's four. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of just, like, trying to avoid the hard, cold reality of it. Yeah. You know? And the problem with that is, like, certainly that can, had the immediate effect of like, well, I don't have to feel bad right now then. Uh, but it also has the pervasive, like I've been using pervasive a lot. It has a long-term <laughs> negative impact of, one, you can't only numb one thing. You, the only option everyone has is to numb everything.
1: Yeah. So Which makes you, your happy thing y- yeah, less happy. Yeah, if you're happy. numbing
0: this, you're numbing everything, Yeah, you know? And then two, uh how the fuck are we ever going to address this as a because this is a like society-wide problem and i would say it's a uh, human-wide problem mm-hmm. like this is this is a weird human condition thing of the fact that most males are bigger and stronger than most females and it leads to like it consistently across all cultures seems to express itself in this very violent horrible Mm -hmm. way and if we can't acknowledge that that is a part of our human condition and we can't admit that this is a possibility for many men and many women Mm -hmm. then we'll never fucking do anything about it and that seems to have been our strategy for the past 8,000 years or so yeah like we just pretend it's not really there and we don't do anything about it or it's not a problem I and, and I don't get me wrong as frustrated as as I am about it I I don't know why but that has been a theme in my life almost every significant female relationship I've had in my life has been like at some point that that woman however close she is to me so yeah I, I'll tell you my story about sexual assault mm-hmm. like every single significant female relationship I've had save one there's one person I can think of that 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 has yeah. It. And And it's like, it's,
2: it's (sighs) crazy that people to this day can even say that, oh, well, you went through this. Well, let me tell you what I went through. You think yours is bad? Mine's going to top that. Well,
0: yeah, competing is a terrible way to go. And
2: like, I've seen so many women compete with each other with their own stories, like along those same lines. And it's sick. Women competing
1: with each other in general.
2: It sickens me. It's so gross. Like, if you're ever, like i can understand that you went through your shit but if you ever try to put down mine by relaying your story that just makes me want to never listen to you talk again
0: yeah yeah uh, and
2: that's I, just I mean, me the, being stubborn though you're, no,
0: you're right you're i completely understand where you're coming from um i am trying to get to the place where i can practice some empathy like, like the guys you were talking about and you don't this is not a I'm, this is not a mandate that you should you should practice empathy for them. <laughs> That's not what I mean at all. Um, the thing that I have been working on for me personally has been to to try and practice empathy for like, oh, well, what's why are they doing that? Well, it's it's because they're afraid and they don't have that the capacity. That work is really
1: fucking hard, but yeah, it's it's very, re- I've it's been very in the important. middle of that too, and it's... Yeah.
0: And it's also easy for me to say that on a podcast while I'm being recorded. (sighs) Me too, my friend. (laughs) It is not easy for me to do in real time when somebody's in front of me talking about my shit
2: Mm -hmm. and
0: then they they pull something like that out and like I have to like
2: pause, think,
1: reflect.
0: (laughs) You should probably get out of here right now. (laughs) Maybe we'll talk again in a week.
1: Maybe we'll talk (laughs) not my type 8 and stress coming out
2: every time that happens. I yeah, there's a lot of things that I feel like, especially in this past year, that I've become very empathetic with. Especially in these past couple months, Courtney knows I've become very empathetic with a lot of different situations and it's made me grow as a a, person for sure.
0: It's a practice. But
2: it's it's it takes so hard. It is a constant effort to remind yourself what this person's going through, how it can affect the way that they treat other people and how it doesn't necessarily make them a poor person or a bad person or rude or well,
0: and I would say the 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 bonus benefit is that it it especially for type twos that practice and getting better and better at that has the side effect of letting you off the hook from oh, their great. opinion of you
1: oh it's so great it's so really great.
0: Like suddenly you're not, you're not defined, (laughs) you know, you're not defined by their kind of, kind of bullshit filtered opinion of you, you know, like you can be who you are. You're allowed to set boundaries and not feel
1: bad about those boundaries that you're setting because you give a shit about yourself.
0: That's, that's. And because you can also see, like when you empathize, what you're really doing is like, oh, I see. You don't. It's not that you don't think that happened. It's that you're afraid to admit that that's a possibility. And suddenly there's like this, oh, you're not really saying what you're saying. And I mean, certainly it can be a little patronizing towards the other person but that's fine because the real goal is for you to be free from their yeah. bullshit. You know? And that's like,
2: another thing that's just so great about being friends with someone like Courtney. She- <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's she got accents out the wazoo.
2: <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like such a southern belle whenever I talk like that. Um, no, but in all honesty, like having somebody who also knows what it's like thinking the way from it's hype. My
0: Texas, hyped. by the way, we, like, that comes very natural to me too.
2: <laughs> Having, being friends with somebody and being as close as I think Courtney and I have grown to be over the past couple months that I've worked at Theory, um, it's nice having somebody who knows the way that you think, because in a situation where you might put yourself second, Courtney is there to be like, Courtney's like, baby, I think it's pronounced 100. I
1: think, I think that's the correct one. Listen, if you're in my corner, you're in my corner for life.
2: Like there's been multiple times where Courtney's had to be like, okay, Sydney, but like, you are also part of this Conversation, and she's like, "This is something that you need to like focus on yourself a little bit here. Be a little bit selfish, and it's okay." It's like us type twos got to look out for each other. It's actually,
0: (laughs) it's actually not selfish at all. Well, I learned a lot of
1: that from Chris, and from the like the whole reason I started Weight Watchers was like I got fed up with my inability to boundary set Mm -hmm. because I was constantly questioning whether people were mad at me, constantly putting other people first, never thinking about myself my mom was pushing me pushing me pushing me when we were on vacation like i think you should try weight watchers you would really like it like it allows you to like have the freedom you want to have but also like really invest in yourself and i like started it and i was like tired of the way i looked and i'm people on on weight watchers instagram always say like you're worthy in both like you're worthy of the way you were before and you're worthy now and that's okay and i'm working on like Mm -hmm. Not diminishing what I looked like. But that's that's my newest thing, is not diminishing what I looked like and who I was before I started Weight Watchers. But, like, honestly, like, doing that taught me so much about what it really, really, really means to love yourself enough to, like, I'm going to go to bed even though everybody else I love and care about is hanging out because I'm fucking tired and I want to go to yeah. sleep and that's what matters to me in this moment. Or... I'm going to eat a salad and add chicken tenders to it rather than just eating chicken tenders and fries because that's what my body wants and that's what I'm craving and that's what matters. Yeah. And, like, it sounds so crazy, but taking those little steps to, like, prioritize <clears throat> yourself in that way teaches you so much about, like, what it means to prioritize your mm-hmm. own self in harder conversations and situations I, and relationships.
0: So I went through a very similar thing. I've talked about it a couple times, but, like... uh for me it was loneliness like that was my my addiction was uh not to say that you were addicted to food but like my addiction was oh, like no,
1: i absolutely was addicted to sugar that's 100 yeah. percent a thing
0: so yeah so my addiction was the sense of like i was desperately alone and i would combat that by either uh going out with people that i really didn't have any
2: connection with. yeah
0: didn't want to be with them and didn't wasn't attracted to them but i would still just it's better than being alone you yeah know? um and then i i realized that one of the things i was doing was uh i was just putting on like garbage like just cable tv whatever was on so it would fill the the empty house yeah. with sound and so like one of one of my versions of what courtney was just saying was to i uh i would i cut cable i i stopped I like literally did not have cable TV and just had internet and then I would go home and I would say after work and I would just be in silence as long as I could take it Mm -hmm. but then also like the self-love like what you're saying like well maybe instead of like just eating chicken tenders and fries I'll have a chicken tender salad right I'm still getting what I like Mm -hmm. but I'm just kind of like doing a healthier like so I would do that with the like I would be in silence as long as I could I would cook dinner and then, it was, and then, when I couldn't take it anymore, I would put on something on TV. Yeah, like, which be, is fair. Know, like, like take care, of it, like love yourself. You know. Yeah. I would be alone as long as I could, and then eventually I would be like, all right, I'm going to text somebody and like, hey, what are you doing? Can we go? Can we can hang out? Or what are you? You know, like, I just yeah. don't want to sit at home alone tonight. You know, like. Yeah. And there, the, the something about the balanced approach of that, like, really brought me along in in the you know the self-love the well but it stems
1: from a place of knowing that you're worthy of love and that you deserve to be loved which is something i had a hard time believing for a long time
2: i think everybody goes through that too i mean not to multiple downplay times. not to downplay yours think, at all you
1: go through, it goes through
0: it happens multiple times in life
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so
0: the first one i think is usually the the most grandiose and the most kind of like impactful and like holy shit. Yeah. And then it gets a little I think it can can become a, a regular rhythm and a pattern.
1: Well and as I become as I begun unpacking my church trauma and beginning to like allow myself to have empathy for the people that hurt me and as I begun like that's allowed me to okay well maybe let's look at like my other relationship trauma like my friend traumas and like unpack those and like that in itself has made so that, mm-hmm. Courtney a year ago was a very different Courtney from now. Very, Sydney a year ago was a very different, different Sydney. I would be at theory and I would be doing the desk and Erin would come up to me and she would ask me, just like offer feedback or ask me a question. I'd literally just start bawling. I wouldn't know how to respond to it. And now like we can have a face-to-face conversation about it. But a year ago, miss me with that. Like,
2: A year ago, I was still going through my first like huge breakup. You know, like I got dumped two days before Christmas by this guy that literally did the day before was my big family Christmas party. And like, we had announced to my whole family that we were moving in together. And like, he was the one that recorded my brother. Yeah, Yeah, he was the one that recorded my brother getting engaged that night. And then literally 12 hours later, broke up with me in my car in a Target parking lot. (laughs) And so a year ago was a lot of like, a year ago was a lot of self pity which i'm okay with saying now and like i understand that i needed to go through that little 20 year old sydney needed to feel it
0: maybe grief
2: yeah for sure and it was a lot
0: do you feel judgment like when you say self-pity do you feel like judgment towards you
2: i mean i made a lot of decisions that i know that i wouldn't make now
0: yeah
2: um there was a lot of bad decisions that (laughs) i like in the
0: wake
1: of that
2: yeah yeah like there was a lot of coping mechanisms i guess is a good way to put it sure that yeah me too we're I'm not
1: yep I'm sometimes you. you need to go through those seasons
2: Mm-hmm. they were not the best and it took me a long time to tell my friends like i so just the long and short of it is that i would take like melatonin at night so that i wouldn't think about anything and then i would slowly drink all day <laughs> mm-hmm. and then just like sleeping pills at like or i guess melatonin at like six o'clock and it would just get earlier and earlier and the drinking would progress later and later mm-hmm. and it just was not obviously not healthy also i was going to school so like mm. probably shouldn't numbing. yeah That's yeah. Numbing. yeah and so like that was just like obviously not cool obviously it wasn't me at all and like it there was a lot of shame towards myself with those things and like I didn't want to burden the people around me with those things and so it took me a really long time I think
1: classic (laughs) too honestly this sounds like some shit I would do
2: and I think honestly the first person that I or the first people that I told were the girls that I live with now and I think I told them in like September and I was going through that like this time last year just like and that was when i was living in tampa months. with my yeah it took a very very long time and this was like i was living in tampa because i was finishing out school so i didn't really have any friends in tampa so i was literally just like by myself all the time and so i didn't feel like i could tell anybody because i wasn't really close enough with anybody to like dwell dive into that but like now i think i'm at a point where like i knew when i needed my cry for help moment to come out and so like now i feel like it's better I now can see it better when somebody is, like, sending yeah. out quiet cries for help. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Which is honestly, like, I'm glad I went through it so that I can help other people through their thing.
1: D- yes, you took the words out of my mouth. That's...
0: Not to be all Christian-y about it, but... Uh, that's, that's is Chris going
1: to about talk it. about the resurrection story? Is that <laughs> Chris... it... I'm sorry, podcast listeners. Is Chris about to talk about how we have to die to the thing that must literally destroy us? <laughs> Actually, it's
0: a slight spin on it. Oh, OK. Uh, I'm here for it. So one, so like, obviously, I'm a pastor, so. <laughs> You're kidding. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the cross and the resurrection are at the center of like how I make meaning of like mm-hmm. existence um and one of one of the things one the pattern of death and resurrection is absolutely like a big deal like we you Fair can't de- yeah you can't defeat the thing <laughs> you have to die to the thing and be resurrected by something beyond yourself which mm-hmm.
1: is counterintuitive to what most churches will tell you
0: right which is fucking ridiculous to me but whatever because uh, that's like the whole anyway whatever uh <laughs> But also, one of the other elements in, in the cross, like, so the cross is, because it's, it's a political statement, the mm-hmm. cross, it's a, it's a Roman public execution mm-hmm. for political enemies, you know, it's enemies of the state, they torture them to death, naked, on display, for like, it's a, it's a pretty heinous, so the idea of a god on a cross is an offensive idea to the yeah. people of 2,000 years ago who were witnessing it. Um, and part of the cross is this concept of taking the worst imaginable thing and and not just like making up for it and being like oh don't worry about that anymore but redeeming it mm-hmm. like taking the worst imaginable thing and then now that is the thing that is like a loving gracious uh, power within you and like that's what I hear you saying. Like, so I went through this bullshit that was hard and difficult and painful and lonely. And now that's becoming a point of connection so that I might I can actually see that in other people mm-hmm. and reach out to them and, ex- and express grace and love to them. Like that, I, like that's my whole business. That's yeah. my whole. That's and my if whole
1: you're whole. in the business of learning about how to do more about that, You should check out one of our Disciple Groups. Check out Disciple
0: Groups at (laughs) (laughs) kindredumc.com.
1: And on that note, I think it's time to transition into our cheers. Yeah, let's
0: do cheers and we'll wrap it up and I'm sure we could keep going forever.
2: I Uh, am a talker, that's for sure.
0: uh, Me too, man. Uh, So we always, everyone gets the opportunity to do a specific something they cheers or toast.
1: Alright, I got one. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cheers to Sydney. Oh god, Um, you took mine. I was going to cheers to you. I (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> i thought
1: you were gonna be like you t- i was gonna
2: choose me too. i was gonna choose just, to Corny brood <laughs>
1: i just really like when i first i said this earlier but when i first met you i really felt like an instant connection you know and i feel like that's rare and hard to come by and i'm very thankful that like we're friends and i'm gonna get all sappy about me too it. but i just love you so much and i'm very thankful
2: Ugh, okay well i feel like it's Sappy.
0: Just, just piggyback off of it.
2: Okay. 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 So what I was gonna say before you stole my idea to cheers to I'm you know so us. Um, rude. Sorry. <laughs> theme music
0: started Okay. <laughs> okay. Go
2: ahead. So I was gonna cheers to Courtney because I think it's very hard to find somebody who genuinely cares for what you're going through, and I feel like that's what I found in Courtney is somebody who. <laughs> okay. Keep it together. I'm not crying. Um. I don't know. I just feel like... tears are for weaklings. (laughs) Honestly. I don't know. I feel like, yes, we hit it off so easily at work and you're like my only ally at that job anyway. But for me to have somebody who genuinely wants to listen to the things that I'm saying in a way that I genuinely want to hear the other things that that people are saying because, as you know, as a two, it's hard for us to word vomit out things sometimes. (laughs) For sure. And so to have somebody who's like, inching it out of me it is awesome so thank you i love you so much i love you too what would you like to? T- which one of us would you like to toast <laughs> to <laughs> to
0: <laughs>
2: friendship <laughs> <laughs> okay that was the easy way out but i guess that was good that was funny good
1: night everyone yeah
2: good
1: night everyone, uh, yeah, good night, everyone. <laughs>